0: Erin and I are so excited about this company and their awesome product. So Studio sent us two pairs of their headphones, which we're already obsessed with. My boyfriend already stole my pair from me because they're just that good. Studio, a little bit about them as a company. They want to revolutionize the way people see headphones as not just a tech device, but also as an accessory, which I would agree wholeheartedly <laughs> with that. Headphones are an accessory.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Currently, the headphones market can offer you one of two things: style or tech. Fashionable headphones tend to lack the proper sound quality, and high-tech variations are bulky and not design-oriented, so Studio wants to bridge that gap. They provide a product that matches the quality of even the highest-rated headphones on the market for a fraction of
2: the cost. In particular, the headphones that we both have, the Regent, Ooh. is their premium on-ear model with impeccable clarity, the instrumental tones, and well-balanced sound. With twenty-four plus hours of active battery life and twenty—that's a whole day—truly, and twenty days of standby life oh, for those times when you're just
0: like taking long naps in yeah. succession.
2: I mean, me because I am a murderer to the to the end. Sure. I was like twenty days of standby life. You couldn't survive that long lost at sea. <laughs> But if you did, and you came back,
1: the you could still listen to your still headphones. Be yeah. yeah,
2: beauty. Hmm. The region is the perfect companion for you at home or on the go. It will connect to any device that has Bluetooth, but also there is an auxiliary cord if you don't want to use the wireless option. I don't because, as I mentioned, Chelsea, I have a fear of listening to something embarrassing—one of my romance novels—thinking <laughs> it's Bluetooth and then having my whole office hear the dirty bits. Which would be, I mean, I would never recover. I'd have to jump out a window.
0: (laughs) So you, I am a Bluetooth person and appreciate them about the Regent model. But but, so you're thankful that the Regent model also has the The auxiliary auxiliary cord. cord. For maximum privacy. Fair. So you guys, if you like what you're hearing. And we do because Mm -hmm. we're listening on studio headphones (laughs) Uh, head to studio.com. That's S U D I O studio.com and be sure to enter the promo code ghosted to get 15% off any pair of studio headphones you want. You can get the Regent, which is the over the ear model that we were talking about. They have lots of other models too, Mm -hmm. wireless earbuds, uh, ones that are great for working out, whatever you want. They got it. So studio.com promo code ghosted for 15% off and then plug them in and listen to 24 hours continuously of ghosted stories
2: or keep yourself occupied while lost at sea there you go
0: all uh, right, right. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> you guys welcome to ghosted stories hey it's chelsea <laughs> it's Aaron. and we're in a huge con once again we're back to our roots just recording from a conference room that isn't ours Mm-mm. in the building where i work yeah this is a particularly usually i get like the mid-size or a small no, guy This is giant this is like enough i mean we could hold a concert and we could have a live ghosted stories in this conference room mm-hmm. don't tell any of if any of my coworkers are listening don't snitch. snitches get stitches yeah. all right there's
2: nothing worse than a snitch.
0: <laughs> we have a lot to talk about. Oh, God. did I just hear something? Oh,
2: God. I can't do this for this whole hour.
0: <laughs> oh, God. they not there? coming. Is it the cleaning lady? It's is she going to kick fine. us out? Wield her authority? Um, lots to talk about. You guys sent in uh, lots of emails, as always. Actually, there's one that I've been like, that's been on the docket because it was so long, which we love. Uh, but I'm like, we need to like, wait till we do our next full episode to fully get into it. So this is one from someone who probably thought, I guess they're never going to get to mine. Your time has come. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then we want to talk about some topical shit too, but you guys, this is your episode. Send us your, your thoughts, your feelings, your ghosted stories at mm-hmm. ghosted stories, podcast at com. Send them. We read them.
2: You yeah. hear, You hear them. It's all happening. Send us your stories about ghosting someone being ghosted. But also just like if you have a weird dating story. Yes. Did something odd happen? Did it just make you go, huh? Did you break up in a strange
0: way? Did you break up with a cat? What? I don't know. I just wanted to insert cat. <laughs> you asked. Your, your reaction <laughs> was so, it was palpable. You were like, what in God's I name?
2: Know. Did you have to rehouse oh, your cat? About,
0: oh my god, you're Oh that would be so sad if you have to rehouse your cat and you need us to crowdsource someone who can adopt your cat. Send us that too. Mm-hmm. Look Aaron, your nails match my toes sorta, of, but don't no, get exactly. too close, they're dirty. Okay, well, it's New York City.
2: <laughs> I Just suck my fingers on the way home. Uh,
0: you'll, you're doing great. Okay. Um
2: anyway, in other news.
0: In other topical shit. Relationship oriented topical shit. Well, the
2: Carter's released an album. Oh my god god and we're here for it <sighs>
0: which is i think well depending on what order this comes out which i guess would be before the one where i talk about beyonce okay so you weren't there oh, this is even spicier not spicy but just you weren't there for when uh george gordon whose episode you'll be oh, hearing shortly yes. and just i forget why but like the conversation went into like um, Beyonce for some reason. I think we were talking about concerts and he was like, I love Beyonce, but I'm a bigger Solange fan. I love Solange. I'm like, of course, we're all here for Solange yeah. or whatever.
2: We're all but here for the entire Knowles family. We're except all for here for all of them. He's garbage. Correct. The females. Yes.
0: Amazing. But I had, and we don't have to rehash this, but I just, since I remembered, because you weren't there for the George one and I know you have passionate feelings about Beyonce, mm. obviously, but I had the controversial take that I love Beyonce and understand she is a gift to this earth, but something in me doesn't feel as emotional about her as I would about like a Michael Jackson or, but I think it's just a kid, like I think it's just because somehow I've attached someone like Michael Jackson to my childhood, Mm. and I see Beyonce, not as a peer that would come out wrong. I mean, she's clearly not, she's t- as talented she's as like, exactly. But I think just because there's something was more mystical of Michael Jackson. Cause he was like an adult mm. when I was a child and Beyonce is more like, Oh my God, she's our age and that's cool. But it does that make, am I making sense? Yeah. Like, I don't think I'd pass out if I saw Beyonce, but I probably would if I saw Michael Jackson, but I, I recognize mean, that it doesn't make logical sense. Well, I would he'd yeah, be, a he'd be a ghost. So that would be, and that'd be exciting. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. I guess I just wanted to put it out there as a future teaser for when you guys, you guys hear that episode in My Spicy Take. But um, does that make me a bad person, I guess is my question. No, not
2: everyone has to like Beyonce. But But I do, I love
0: her. But I think I'm just saying like for some reason, I don't get butterflies in my stomach when I see her. I admire her and I say like, what the fuck, how is a human able to accomplish what she's accomplished? Mm. But I don't feel like an emotional rising in me.
2: Do you know what I mean? I mean, I feel very emotional. I don't think I could meet her. Yeah. I wouldn't want to. Because also it's that thing that it's like, she could also never live up to what she is in my mind, like no interaction and right. it has nothing to do with her, but like there's no th- two, three minute interaction I could have with her. That could be like uh, the scope of like what I feel and how much I love her sure. and how much story she's about me there. You know what I mean? So it would sure. be a disappointment. Sure. No, no matter, matter what, no
0: matter what. Yeah. I'm trying to think of who I would even feel that as soon as we stop recording, I'm going to be like, Oh, here are three people I feel that way about. And I'm and then the same person for now thinking them off the top of my head. Mm. I don't know. I feel like even a like, nah, I don't know. We're getting way off topic, but I want to muse on that. Who would make me feel emotional if I met them? I'm sure there are five people and I want to think on it. Guys, send us who you would be emotional and me. Cause and it's right. I want that oh too. Oh my God. And was it horrifying? Was, was it, it the was biggest it letdown of my life? Mm. Here's I've talked about this. We're getting way off course, and I'm sorry, but I just since we talked about it in the everybody loves celebrities, though that's why
2: they're celebrities. I mean, why
0: not, right? And also, just since I think I I do just need confirmation of does this make me somehow a terrible person and like internalizing misogyny because I don't feel this way about Beyonce. I think that's what I worry about. It's like, what does it say about me as a person that I would feel that way about meeting Michael Jackson? Because I always idolized him when I was younger. Even I mean, God, that could be a whole podcast on... Whatever's going on with Michael Jackson and his personal life, or what is engine? we will never know, or and then you I know, like or like Beyonce talk about him in the in the present, he's tense. always here within my heart. In my yeah. heart, that's where I left. You are not alone. But <laughs> have you seen my childhood? Mm-hmm. Um, But I think this is also why I guess I've always Beyonce anytime because I have met her, not in a way where I've shake shook her hand and. Sh- she would never I mean mm-hmm. I haven't had a conversation with her but she came on TRL several times when I worked on TRL
2: but and I feel like that's early Beyonce
0: it is early Beyonce and I think there's 100% a difference I think yeah. she's evolved so much since then even it, but my feeling she's about been Beyonce, since then I agree and I think you know uh, something about her and I know that, like, your stage presence can be different than your personality. And what does that have to do with anything? And I mean, for God's sake, as long as we're talking about Michael Jackson, I mean, think about his offstage persona and just like, hey, you know, He's, versus like being like crazy different, night and day different. So, really, it's hypocritical for me to even be saying this, but just something Beyonce just always seemed so boring when you just see her talk. Early Beyonce, like exactly what mm-hmm. like you're saying, like early 2000s Beyonce, she just seemed so personalityless that i always assumed she can't be do- she must have people around her who are just helping her and that's the point of that that's it's like that's how the industry works you have a team around you and mm. and great That doesn't make her any less talented at executing it but i was just like there must be people in her ear whereas like uh, michael jackson also had a weird offstage but it seemed like eccentric which to me made it more believable it was like oh michael jackson is a crazy person he like similar with Prince too, right? He seems like kind of a crazy eccentric person. They're crazy geniuses. Beyonce seems like she doesn't have a personality. So there must be someone injecting this, you know, what into her being like, you should do this. You should do that. And then though, she did take on this life of her own where I'm like, Oh no, you're a fucking visionary beyond a visionary of how did we not see this? But how did that, was I just not seeing it before or did she have a turning point in her life? Like, am I just awful for being like, you must be getting told what to do because you're boring to listen to talk.
2: I think it's the opposite though, because I think it's like she had her father who was training her since she was a baby, basically, right, to be a pop star, right. So she was with him all through everything, all until like. Self-titled she could kind Beyonce. of break away. Well, yeah. Then she fired him at a certain stage. Yeah. And that was the turning point where yeah. I think up until that point yeah. she was being managed so heavily. I think it's the opposite of what you're saying. Yeah. I think that she was being managed so heavily she couldn't do anything. And finally yeah. she was like, I need to break out. And also she pe- was
0: repressing it before. She felt like I have to be in this box. Mm-hmm. I can't say I have anything to be controversial. Yeah. I have to be. Yeah. Yeah. Where that's then, a good point. I think
2: she, when she's able to do her own thing, hire the people that she wants to hire, surround, which like obviously she's not out there directing and no, of like course, but she costumes. clearly,
0: she clearly has,
2: the is, overall is a, is a visionary, vision. yeah. which is
0: the most, I mean, that's the X factor to me. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can be such a talented vocalist or such a talented performer, but like, if you don't have that X factor of the artistry and the vision, which she, she clearly does. It's clear now that she does, but I think I, in the past, used to be judgmental and think that she did not and think that like, okay, you're, that's fine. Keep doing it. And now I'm like, where the fuck did this come from?
2: Yeah. But yeah, that's a good point. It, I think I think she's it was just pushing it down in. Yep. Well, and also I think that me, somebody's internal life is so different from what they present to the world a lot right. of the time. So I think it's also, if you've been well, that sure. media trained also, it's like you, if you're that mm-hmm. media trained, you end up being so boring.
0: And that's what I think too. It's like, I shouldn't, there should be no reason that I should spite anybody who's in the public eye for just being very matter of fact mm-hmm. and being very, very protected. But it's just somehow it makes me, like, suspicious of people. I mean, I don't know. I think that's, like, a normal human reaction. Do you like how I'm just, like, terrified to say anything negative about Beyonce? I'm like, you I hope my Bay listeners High. understand. But you get what I'm saying.
2: I get. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I also Beyonce get Beyonce deserves every
0: pedestal she should be on. Now understand but you're I think, wrong.
2: <laughs> well, I and think I would.
0: appreciate. I think I would. Yeah. I mean, like, I definitely had a, a misperception of her. But I don't think it was, like, insane that I felt that way. I mean, because no. you're agreeing in that she used to be a lot more reined in and just seemed kind of like, I don't know what's happening here, Beyonce. Did you say anything? You kind of just like, whatever. But now she's said so much and she and Jay-Z said something together. Do we think, because I was blown away, I feel like I'm usually on to things. Not that, I guess in the world of Beyonce and Jay-Z, they definitely had the element of surprise and one up on all of us. But I thought I would have at least heard like a whisper, but this was totally unexpected to me. Had you heard any whispers? Like
2: this was like, well, and insanity. they shut down the Louvre. Like that's the part that's crazy. Like, it's what? like, what? it's not like she was just making little videos around town. It's like you shut, she shut right. down the Louvre. Right. And that had to take like three, four, five nights. That could, that was not a quick shoot. And also
0: they were so go- I mean, I wonder when in the chronology this came about because of course, when they each wrote their separate albums, there was speculation like, oh, why didn't they do one together? Or will they? Or did it start out? Mm-hmm. And then it fell apart or whatever. And I remember Jay-Z speaking to it too and just kind of playing it off like, oh, well, we kind of were working on stuff together, but then her stuff was more ready than mine. So she went ahead with her thing. I went ahead with my thing. But we'll never know what the truth was. Were they always planning on doing this? And I know. Was it all a
2: big scam? Was it
0: all a big
2: if what? it was, you know what? I love it maybe more if it was. You tricked yeah, me. Good. You got and me. And you
0: have, again, such a fucking visionary master plan. Yeah. How do they even, how? I mean, we should stop asking how, I guess, when it's the level of Jay-Z and Beyonce. But still. Yeah. How? How did you get this past us? So, Jay-Z and Beyonce, obviously, have had a tumultuous relationship. Mm. I listened to her album through once. I can't wait to listen again and like dig into all the like references and nuances and like pages of their journal or whatever. But, um, we were talking about this before and how it kind of, we could relate it into a bigger picture of relationship stories. And we were saying we kind of had a situation where, as you guys know, I broke up with my boyfriend for a while and it's, it's tricky. It's a trap it is when a you, trap. when you break up, and then, of course, you want to commiserate. Like, I'm talking to Aaron, and as one of my best friends, and being like, oh, God, we broke up. It's this and that. And of course, what do your friends want to do? Yeah. He's garbage. Fuck you. He never deserved you, anyways, because they want to make you feel better and they want to hold you in their arms and be like, it's going to be okay. But That's the hard thing. Then you get, back, <laughs> but together then with you that get back together. And now the things have been
2: said yeah.
0: in a time of emotion and comfort.
2: But it's hard because you want to walk that line with your friend of like supporting them not trying to say what they want to hear but like building them up and especially you were feeling like kind of low and so you know that's the thing and then this is the person you've chosen to share your life with so obviously then he's a part of my life as well but it was then it was always so awkward because i was like well these things can't go i can't unsay them
0: (laughs) did you didn't care you were thinking more like oh well now i've said these things to chelsea to be like it's fine you guys broke up like forget that guy Hmm. And then thinking, okay, well now I said those things to Chelsea, and now they're back together, and now here we are all in the same room. Does that weird for me and Chelsea, or did you ever feel like, oh God, now her boyfriend surely knows I said things. Now is that weird, or were you like, I don't give a shit?
2: That didn't occur to me to this moment. <laughs> did you? Te- I assume that you didn't tell him.
0: I didn't tell him specifically. Yeah. Aaron said this, and other friends said this. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying in generalities
2: well he st-
0: assumes yeah oh god well i have to win your friends back over mm-hmm. sure in generalities he assumes yeah that he had some damage control to do so well, like he's
2: not stupid d- so i think right, he understood right whose side we were going to take right <laughs> yeah well I mean, kind of generally what we we're going to say i mean i wasn't nervous about that because i like also he can kind of think what he wants to think and i didn't think that you would like really break it down for him right i don't know do don't you feel, feel weird now No, I mean, now it's been so long. Like, who cares? Right. It seems like so, so yesterday,
0: so yesterday, Hillary Duff. But then ultimately, I don't know, what's the moral of this situation?
2: I I think it's be, like, careful with your words. Right. But then also, if somebody does get swung up in the heat of the moment, you end up getting back with that person. You can't blame that person. Right. You know what I mean? Because I think that, especially sometimes with female, with um, women's relationships, it can be hard you're almost harder on your friends than you are your partner. And like you expect more from your friends than you do from a partner, which is like the sad thing about being a woman, a heterosexual woman. I mean, lesbians (laughs) have the life, like (laughs) it's great. But yeah, I think it's like, you, you know, so you have to be a little bit forgiving, but that's what friendship is about. You have to forgive, you have to like forget, Right. There's an aspect of that, right. I think.
0: Yeah, totally.
2: It's it's also easier to talk about the bad times, Right. And so then I think sometimes if you have to be really careful who you tell those things to, because like we've established here, like you were friends with Pat for years before I even knew him. So I feel like I can tell you little things that piss me off and you're like well I have a view of who he is as a complete person right that this isn't going to change this isn't the
0: only thing that's painting my picture of him
2: right Where like if right. we just worked together and you had never met him you'd be like oh kind of who is this guy like this right. is weird you know so I think right that's also something to be mindful of yeah like that's an interesting point yeah you know there are big fights that you have or if it's something very emotional or if it's like affecting you like obviously talk to your girlfriend you yeah it. Talk to your friends right but I think you, you know, with the little things or, or things that you like will probably get over, yeah, you have to be a little bit careful who you tell those things to. Right. And also, if you have people who are like predisposed to not like him for whatever reason or right. something, like that makes sense to me. I understand that aspect right.
0: of it. And also, on the other side of it, like you're saying, of course, it's easier, like you want to vent about the bad times or whatever, and then you, don't always talk about the good times, and I think even further, especially as a woman, or at least this goes in and my whole people pleasing thing too. I think sometimes I feel weird talking about. G- it's like you almost. It's like you don't want to be braggy, as yeah. you know what I mean. So then all you're doing is venting about the bad times. All you're doing is like, oh, this I got it on clearance. Instead of being like, oh, you know what, like my boyfriend did the other day. It's like you never hear those. You, right. You're not. We're not as inclined it's to like say I those came things. Came home
2: so tired, and you made me dinner, and I didn't even have to leave the couch, and like wasn't that nice? And your friends are like, oh, like go jump up a bridge. Exactly.
0: I'm yeah, exactly. So it's like you forget about those things. Yeah, so true. Guys, oh my God, we need to get into our emails. <laughs> we just like talking like about that. ourselves real quick. I like that. Okay, you guys. So let's get into it. Um, we have a story from Jonathan. You guys, something very exciting
2: is happening. We have our first sponsor. And it's one that we really love. I know. It's I've like, been rocking it nonstop. You're since rocking I got them right now. Mm-hmm. Truly.
0: Yes. And I actually my boyfriend already stole mine from me because he likes like them so much. So they're studio headphones. Mm-hmm. We in particular, Erin and I both chose um, one of their most fashionable models, which is the Regent. And those are like the cool, fun, trendy over the ear models mm-hmm. that sound very well, also like go with any fun outfit you're wearing. That they have lots of different ones to choose from, ones that kind of stay on your ear, go around your ear if you're working out. They have the wireless buds. Whatever you're looking for, headphone wise, you can find them at Studio. Mm-hmm. And a good look, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the thing about Studio that makes them really unique is they have interchangeable caps on the outside of the Regent model, which is what we're wearing. Um, where you can sort of like pop in and out the caps on the outside of your headphones Mm -hmm. with different colors, different designs to really personalize them to go with your... Look, they have lots of other fun features, including 24 hours of active
2: battery life, which is like... So you can listen to something for 24 hours. <laughs> can like, you imagine? You, you can listen to 24 episodes of Ghosted, yes! no interruptions. Oh, God. just And you could be spinning the entire time. What a dream world. I mean, truly. So guys, head to
0: <laughs> studio.com, That's S-U-D-I-O, studio.com, And you can pick any headphones you want and enter the promo code Ghosted to get 15% off. Mm. that's promo code ghosted to get 15% off. Hi guys, my name is John and I absolutely adore the podcast. I've been frantically binge listening to episodes to catch up. I love the sympathy, humor, and candidness you guys share with your audience and guests. Sadly, the only reason I found the podcast is because I was, am experiencing my own ghosting. I was desperately seeking to make sense of this existential limbo slash hell I was going through. Jonathan, no. Oh, Oh, by the way, and I, because Jonathan, just if you're listening, which hopefully you are, I kind of I'm paraphrasing a little bit just uh, for time, but hopefully I got all the points here. My ghosting might be considered a primitive form of ghosting closest to what people in olden times might have experienced when (laughs) gaslighting was just a way to illuminate your home. And letters were the only form of long distance communication. I hope. See, my ghost story takes place entirely online. It's definitely not in the same vein as those who actually had face-to-face contact with their ghosters, but I can assure you it was really painful to go through. I don't think you don't need any qualifying there, Jonathan. It yeah. can certainly be painful. To describe myself, I think I'm easily summed up in two words, arrested development. And the best way to describe my background with relationships is think of Steve Carell at the beginning of 40-year-old virgin. So I'm able to have decent conversations with those of the opposite sex, but if anyone flirted or showed interest, I normally had no idea what was happening, Um, or even if I did know, I wouldn't know how to respond. Fast forward to now, I'm in the place where I'm okay with being alone and just looking to make new friends. Or at least, I thought... It's a good, mm-hmm. good cliffhanger segue there, Jonathan. That'd be like where we go to commercial. Mm-hmm. And we're back. So at the time, I had been spending a good deal of time on Reddit on this subreddit where people post audio recordings on themselves role-playing. The audios are of the comfort and support sort where the speaker role-plays as either a significant other or friend, and they say nice things to comfort and support the listener.
2: Can yeah. I just say... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it, too! That is so great, and I love like the internet is a cesspool but then i do love that there are places where like hey are we all into this like very specific audio recording like let's all hang out and do like of i like love supporting
0: that. and making people feel yeah not alone in the world
2: it's nice
0: hundred couldn't agree oh, with you more i
2: love it i love it It's just so specific and i think the specificity really killed me and i loved it
0: <laughs> and to which to which back to how jonathan <laughs> describes it his next thing is Yeah, I know it sounds creepy, (laughs) but it doesn't, Jonathan. We love it. It all seemed innocent at the time, but in hindsight, these audios seem like they could be harmful, giving a kind of accidental love bombing.
2: Okay. I can tell you've
0: been listening to the podcast, Jonathan. Mm -hmm. You got our lingo. So I started listening to this one poster. Let's call her Jane. We kind of start a dialogue back and forth, messaging one another. Imagine the sort of just flirty exchange between a pair of junior high kids from the 80s. And then you put in parentheses, I know. Red flag. This happens a couple more times over the course of a month. Then I take a break from Reddit doing other things with this life. Okay. And then, uh, then I receive a private direct message from Jane out of the blue. I'd been off Reddit maybe two weeks. And in my inbox, there's a message message that says, sorry, this is somewhat creepy, but I just wanted to check in on you. Make sure you're doing okay. Obviously real life is a thing. So if you're busy, great, but don't forget to take care of yourself. That was a chance. Is that nice? I want to get on this subreddit. (laughs) Is there a password? Now, I'm the kind of person that usually feels a little invisible in most social, social situations. So the fact that someone notices my absence, let alone find a cute, funny, and attractive, oh, let alone someone I find cute, funny, and attractive kind of blows my mind. So I respond, it's not creepy at all and actually very sweet and kind. But I really don't take too much of it. Just take it as a random act of kindness on with my life. Then I receive another message from Jane asking if I wanted to be friends. Sidebar, he writes... Is this a red flag? Do actual friends ask each other to be friends? Don't you just become friends somewhere in the time and space between interacting with each other? Am I putting too much thought into this? Anyways, I was totally aware of how nebulous it started as strictly an online relationship. I don't think it's weird to say. I mean, I don't know. That is an interesting question. Is it weird to say someone, let's be friends?
2: I'm, no. I mean, I think, I think I when, think when think you're so. in like school or, or college everybody ends up just becoming friends cause you're all like the same age around each other. But I think like once you leave, once you get to like our age, you have to, like it's such an effort to become friends with somebody that it is like, do you, do you want to try to be friends?
0: Right. You have to like be explicit about it. Yeah. Are we friends or aren't we? Check yes or no. <laughs> Pass this back to me.
2: You asked me? And I was like, no, like we're friends. <laughs> like we established it. Are we friends? Yes. Oh my God. Thank God.
0: Um, okay. So John says, That he says, yes, let's be friends. So we start messaging, and it's just little things at first. She talks about moving across the world to start a PhD and how she's adjusting. I talk about being nervous about attending a New Year's party I got invited to. uh, And we end up talking about traveling, how she's never really stayed in one place um, since she started college, and blah, 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 blah. But in her next message, um, she says, blah, blah, blah. Or he writes yada, yada, yada. I don't mm. know why I was paraphrasing yada, yada, <laughs> yada, blah, blah, blah. I mean, a little bit of judgment. In her okay. next <laughs> message, she writes yada, yada, yada. <laughs> this is going to sound so creepy. Or wait, maybe I wrote yada, yada, yada in my paraphrasing of it. I uh, think I might have. I think you might have had more there. So sorry, Jonathan. I think I just yada, yada, yada you. Or maybe you wrote yada, yada. We'll never know. Mm-mm. It would take me a whole three seconds to go back to the original email and double check. Um, but so in her next message... She says, this is going to sound so creepy, but I just moved to your state for the Ph.D. Have a great day. Mm-hmm. At this point, I'm like, this has to be the most elaborate catfishing or the most awesome beginning of a Nora Ephron movie ever. Aww. Guess which one I chose to believe. So I'm simultaneously freaking out, anxious and excited. I'm thinking, oh, my God, she could be in the same city. And even if we're not, there's a possibility of driving out, and meeting up for the weekend. So we're continuing to talk. But I'm not necessarily pushing the possibility of meeting up because I don't want to get weird scare away. Then there's a lull, and I don't hear from her for about a week. I get a little worried, but it makes sense, right? I mean, she's in a PhD program. I'm honestly surprised she has any time at all. So I end up, uh, she ends up popping up eventually, apologizes, you know, says, I've been so busy. Uh, Then I make, Jonathan, I make a joke about it and say, But if you do disappear again, my only request is when you do reappear. Um, That you come back in a puff of smoke while riding a giant snow leopard who's also riding a miniature elephant who's also driving a clown car blindfolded. That's all her request. And do you know what she does? In her next message, she sends a picture of a drawing she made of her (laughs) in a puff of smoke uh, while riding a giant snow leopard who's also riding a miniature elephant who's also driving a clown car blindfolded. And I'm like, oh, my God. I am in love with a girl. On the internet, Uh, I mean, this is pretty special, right? I'm touched. She spent the time doing it. I end up sending her my own drawing. Um, She prints it out, hangs it on the wall. So at this point, we're still going by our Reddit usernames, but after exchanging drawings, we end up exchanging real names, and this just makes me feel that much closer to her. So we keep messaging. I keep falling for her, but I also get the feeling she's not interested in me romantically. So I'm keeping that in mind. You know, she doesn't engage all the time with the subtle flirts I toss out, and she's expressed being attracted to females at times. But I also t- so I tell myself, no matter what, she's an awesome friend, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Good state of mind, Jonathan. Jonathan, can you tell that to
2: every I- other white man? <laughs> My <laughs> Please.
0: Um, but another thing that becomes apparent is that she lives about an hour away from me, uh, but has never expressed interest in meeting up. So in taking that as a red flag, he puts, uh, that is until the last last message before she ghosts me the first time. Mm. So I finally feel comfortable asking her if she would like to have a coffee sometime. At this point, we've been messaging for about two months. She agrees to coffee. Oh and another thing that happens during these last few messages is we exchange pictures. She sends hers to me kind of out of the blue, so I end up sending mine back feeling obligated to do so. So in the last message I send before I get ghosted, I put it on her to let me know when she has the time to meet up. Considering that her calendar was far more restrictive than mine, I gave her my number so we could get in touch more easily. Then I don't hear from her for a month. Mm. At first I assume she's busy, I end up sending her little puns every few days, waiting to see if she'd pop back up like she always does. But after the second week, I'm pretty much going crazy thinking, where is this girl gone? What's happened? At one point, I'm convinced she's been in a terrible accident and is now in some kind of coma. I'm unable to respond to my messages. So I'm scouring Google. And then I found her. She was a real person. Uh, She's featured as a new student at the college she's going to. Um, and so now knowing her full name, I Googled her again just to make sure she wasn't in the news for any like mishaps. Nope. No <laughs> terrible accidents or mishaps. So now I know, um, that I'm probably being ghosted and by the fourth week, ready to give up on her, ready to give up on the uh, on this relationship. Uh, so I say to the universe, it is what it is and it isn't what it isn't. And I'm okay with that. Good. But at that very moment, Oh no, she replies, sorry about that. Crazy busy. So many deadlines. I'll try to message you soon. Hope you're well. (laughs) What the fuck universe? (laughs) (laughs) I'm so angry and depressed and confused at this point, but lacking any self respect. I say, I'm just glad you're okay. And then she goes me again. But I, and he writes this in all caps, but I keep sending her messages for three whole weeks. (laughs) What the fuck, me? (laughs) Then after three weeks of me acting like an idiot and constantly checking her profile to see if she's online, I notice that she's posted something. Not only has she had time to post something, but she's also had enough time to respond to every single person that's commented on the post. There are like at least five different people, some of them twice. As for me, you guessed it, I get nothing. Um, I remember she said she would message me properly, quote unquote, soon. So now I'm feeling terrible. I feel disrespected. I'm feeling worthless. The last straw I managed to muster. I sent her the message, are we still friends? And still nothing. Jonathan, you're not, you're being way too hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. So I blocked her on Reddit, deleted the app on my phone, and managed to get the emails of friends that I made while going through this so I could keep in touch with them. I mean, it was a valuable experience and wouldn't trade for anything. I learned so much about myself, but I wouldn't wish that on anyone. Another plus is I've also spent a lot more time working on me, working out, dieting, getting back to things I enjoy. I lost 20 pounds during this whole, whole ordeal. Great. good for you focus on yourself that's all you can do uh anyways that's my ghosted story chelsea and Aaron, i can't express how thankful i am having no. found your podcast that's helped me so much knowing i wasn't alone in this shit show uh hearing finding the humor and the horror stories made my experience easier to bear well thank you jonathan that's like literally all we've ever wanted from this podcast right what do you think about that
2: it's hard. Well, it's hard because like sort of what we've said about like the online dating thing that people don't feel real. So that right. it's easier to go some early on. I mean, obviously they had more of a relationship than like a couple Tinder things going back and right. forth. But I think it's hard.
0: It feel, And especially I think he was being hard on himself saying like, oh my gosh, I know that this is just an online thing. It's not as much as people admit it. And of course, it. of course, we couldn't necessarily compare it to like, the crazy story of the couple who lived together and then he like moved to mm-hmm. another country in the middle of the night. But like, all, it's just, I would argue in some ways it can be more intimate when you're talking online that way. And especially when it's not in a dating app where I think it's like, Oh, we know what we're here for or whatever. It's like when you create an intimate connection yeah. with someone online in a way we're like, okay, it's not a dating app, but we, we've happened to find this connection mm-hmm. and we've been sharing a lot about each other. I think it, it's really easy to feel close to someone right away even more so like you can be more vulnerable so yeah listen uh don't be hard on yourself you did the right thing by just saying it is what it is and focusing on yourself Mm -hmm. and that's going to bring good karma and energy Mm -hmm. to you
2: and focusing on yeah and focusing on yourself and just getting healthy and doing things you enjoy and then yeah because people are also attracted to people who like themselves and who have interests and to you know what i mean totally It can be hard though. It can be hard because he sounds like he was a pretty shy guy and then he sort of put himself out there. Right. But I don't think that means that you stop putting yourself out there. No,
0: 100%. And it doesn't sound like he feels that way. I hope you don't feel that way, Jonathan. Don't feel that way. Don't feel that way. I've never, I'm trying to think if I ever like developed a connection like that with someone online. I had people, because I mean, back when the internet was like just becoming a thing, when for me it was like seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade um like mid 90s when a lot of people had like AOL instant messenger but it was still in an era where like you would go or did you just you would like go to a chat room and like Mm -hmm. and like i mean are chat rooms even a thing anymore like i have no idea you would like tell your friends even like your friends that lived in the same town you'd be like let's all get in the whatever chat room at whatever time and you just talk together in a chat room Mm -hmm. even though you were in the same town and, like, interact with other people. So there were a couple people that I met, like, randomly in a fucking chat room and then maybe got their ALS um, messenger screen name or their email. And I do remember a couple of guys that I would just have this ongoing, you're just, like, emailing bullshit about your day-to-day to each other's Hotmail accounts. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but I don't think I ever, I never felt like, oh, my God. This is the person. But I think I would have if I was more I feel like I was immature for my age in that way or maybe I just always felt like, well, no one would really be interested in me or like I just always felt like this is clearly a friend thing Mm -hmm. because no one feels that way about me or like I didn't even know how to wrap my brain. I mean, we all know I lost my virginity when I was like 47 Mm -hmm. 25 but you know you know what i mean so i never remembered there ever being a thing where i was like he's the one from the chat room did you ever like engage with like flirtation in chat rooms or hotmail accounts strangers
2: no No, never strangers but i feel like you would message people from school that like you didn't hang out with in school right because there was just like i feel like there wasn't many people to talk to so you'd be like on your little like uh, AOL, like your messenger, right, right. Your yeah. AIM, yeah, like your, that yeah. AIM, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I am, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Does anyone still use I am no, AIM? RIP, AOL, it's, gone. it's gone. It's completely gone. It's not yeah. thing anymore. <gasps> I feel like even up until a job I had like four years ago, that was sort of like the inner office communication thing that they still use. Even, well then I feel like it kind of went to GChat, and now they're Slack. Do you guys use, oh, yeah, Slack? use Slack? Is that what you use at your? I still feel like it confuses me. I refuse. I have so many Slack messages, and I'm just like, email me. (laughs) Um, All right, you guys. How are we on time? We're so good on time. We've only yeah. Well, we've been recording 40 minutes, and it's 7:22. All right. um, You want to do Emily's? Sure. You want me to read? Yeah. Okay. I was. I won't read along. I'll just listen.
2: Hi. I am a weekly listener and love your podcast. I also have many weird ghosted stories from back when I was dating. Love your show. I do Thanks, have a family. meet cute from when I met my boyfriend almost two and a half years ago. Oh. Congratulations. Two and a half years. Um, okay. I was on my way to Mexico to meet a few friends there. Hi, live. Mexico is a magical place and I'm obsessed with it. I mean, I, I've never been.
0: <gasps> is that horrifying? I know. You need to go. Okay. Hold on. Let me get on booking.com. <laughs> They're not a sponsor.
2: Um, yeah, cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> I had a 6 a.m. flight and arrived at the airport around 4 a.m. I was traveling by myself. I started, in, I started talking to the group in front of me. They were also heading to Mexico and connecting through Dallas. However, their one friend booked his flight later than everyone else and connected through Denver, which was the same flight that I was on. They pointed to him and we stood in line at the southwest corner counter. They went through security outside their gate and their friend and I went through security outside our gate. As I walked through security, I dropped my passport and did not notice. He picked up my passport and (gasps) brought it back to me. (gasps) i was so delighted by this. We started talking outside our gate and texted texted a little bit in Mexico and went on a date when we got back. I have a ghost of story that I may have to share at another time. However, I wanted to share this quick story after listening to one of your recent podcasts. Thank you for a great show. Have a great day.
0: Oh my God, Aww. I love it. I forgot that's that so we even asked for meet-cutes. I we do everything meet-cutes. so out of order and so like I'll like ask for something and then well, not get to it. But Clayton's a... episode. We
2: talked about meet-cutes. Okay, so it wasn't that oh, long, long ago. ago. Okay, good. If you oh have God. a meet-cute, let us know. I
0: love a meet-cute. If you have a meet-cute with a celebrity <laughs> that's your here that you've always wanted to meet that turned out well. Send us that. I mean, that's
2: a lot. But yes, that's a, such a cute BQ. <laughs> also, did you drop it on accident? I Emily, mean, Emily, tell us the truth. <laughs> that's so fun. I'm, I'm l- always shocked by people who just start talking to people near them. Fine. I would
0: never. I'm like, I'm, I'm, like, why are you talking to me? I was, Is it's usually like what I ask
2: the person who's talking to me. Yeah, I'm like, when did like, the scam start? Are
0: you? Oh, I'm sorry. Did you think I wanted to talk to you? I was just sitting here playing solitaire on my phone like a normal person yeah um yeah I love that anything else fun that we should talk about I, no. that was a lot of fun crammed into one episode if I'm let's being honest let's end on up let's end on up and you know what also would be good to put in this episode <laughs> since I think is this episode might be a little shorter and we've been waiting like we recorded this little addendum thing like I mean, it feels like four months ago, and I'm like, oh, I'll put it on the end of the next podcast that's like ends up being a little shorter. And then I feel like we've been going way overboard, like having like hour and a half episodes. <laughs> but we should put the Toby addendum. Oh yeah. So like, I mean, while back, you should listen to Robin Hopkins' episode. She is awesome and amazing. And the one of the women that she told like sort of just like a mini little ghosted anecdote about mm-hmm. came back around and emailed us and was like. Uh, Hi, Robin is talking about me on the podcast. I want to tell my side of it, to which, I mean, that's what dreams are made of. Mm -hmm. That's what we wish... Every fucking person we that was been, ever talked we an about. open side door. <laughs> like, please, if you have been talked about on this podcast, make our dreams come true. Yeah. Really. We want to hear. So go back and listen to Robin Hopkins' episode and then uh, push pause here. Go back and listen to that. Come back here, push play at this specific spot, <laughs> and then we'll roll into Toby telling her side of it. And then we'll still say boo here, and then we'll say it again after Toby. Two boos. Boo.
2: boo
0: and so we have toby on the line toby hello you you so you uh were the subject of one of robin's stories you heard the podcast you reached out to us proactively you said i want my voice to be heard and we applaud you
2: <laughs> because and we want to give you that platform. we
0: want to give you the <laughs> platform so let's let's hear it let's let's hear your side of the story tobes
1: so Robin and Mary are some of our best friends. So our daughters are really close. Well, really, I'm, I'm like in love with their couch, but we spend a lot of time with them now, <laughs> which is a very important relationship. Yeah. It yeah it, oh so much so. Um, and so that's why when I heard Robin's side of the story, I um, I was at South by Southwest alone it's like yeah i'm gonna tell my side of the story <laughs>
0: Which did, did you know that but were you just hap- did you just happen to be listening to it because you're like oh robin's on this podcast or did she give you a heads up like hey i might be mentioning that we went on one date one time or what was the context
1: there i um i kind of can't remember i knew she was on it and i feel like she was like don't be mad <laughs> oh, <so I> <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: and I'm, I'm
1: running towards it like, because, uh, you know, as you mentioned, like we do, we do uh, have a good laugh about it. Sure, awesome. Um, so, I too was um, active on the online dating scene, and sure. um, so. A lot of it was true. Like we met up, and like we had the witty banter back and forth on the email, and then we're like, "Yeah, let's meet up." And I walk in, and I was like, "Oh, oh. not my type." Oh. And then she remembers two <laughs> drinks.
0: Like I don't really remember two drinks. You mean you remember like
1: seven? One. Oh okay. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Okay. It was in and out. Was, it
2: was not it was happening.
1: Yeah. Out. It was just like it was so clear that we're like, oh. not happening. Yeah. So, um, so I actually don't remember. So it's a dear friend of mine, um, who was transitioning. I don't remember actually talking about him all that much. Um, (laughs) I did have a cat. Um, I was more like my cat had a person (laughs) because it was like, I'm not really a cat person. And like the cat wasn't really a people cat. It was just like (laughs) kind of cohabitated. Right, right. And, um, and we're like, all right, high five. Good luck. So then can and I get together and she's like, you got to meet some of my good friends. Robin happens to be my ex-girlfriend, but we're just friends. And I was like, okay. And then I, I'm, you know, I love how she's like, I don't remember any of the details except when I was like, it's good to see you again. I <laughs> 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 there's like some like feigning, like dizziness and lack of memory on Robin's part. And uh and I, you know, I like definitely like, you know, I teaballed it up for her, and she did not take it. So we get home that night, Karen and I, and we had been only recently dating each other, but it had been clear like um, we knew fairly early on that that this was it. That we it were like, all right, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. you're sure. my person. Sure. So I come home, and I was like, Ugh. and I had been known for my. um lack of forthcomingness with all prior girlfriends. And mm-hmm. I was like, this one's different. I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie to her. And so I said that evening to Karen, um, tonight's not the first night I've met Robin. <laughs> <laughs> and Karen's like, oh my God, tell me you didn't sleep with her. And I was like, oh God, no. <laughs> 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 so we have a good laugh. And then... So, since Robin's episode aired, the four of us have had a very heated um, <gasps> argument about when the full disclosure between the four of us happened. No! <laughs> oh, no. Did we cause discord? Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know, like, I'm trying to think of, like, when, what the other discord might be. And I think it's, like, you know... Karen doesn't like their, so they're like metal straws, you know. So it's like <laughs> on the same plane of like, you know. Robin always serves the margaritas with a metal straw for getting that. Karen doesn't like that, so it's like the same, <laughs> the same caliber. Of it's iron. the details, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, so I thought when they talked the next day, Karen was like, "So what'd you think of Toby?" she seemed familiar to you? And, and apparently everyone else says it was like a month later and then, you know, Robin's like a year later. So it's like an, und- an unagreed upon moment at a later date. Of when she it finally also, was like, oh. Yeah, of like once Karen, went, and I think the line was, did Toby look familiar? And then, <laughs> The best part was that night when I was like, you know, Ka, I've met Robin before. She looks at me and goes, oh, you're the mean girl. Oh, my <laughs> God. She knew? She put it together? Yeah. Karen totally put it together because apparently, you know, Robin, Robin's a funny girl. And, you know, she only told two ghosted stories that Karen, Karen shared. that that You know, she would go on these busted dates and like each girl would get this persona and apparently <laughs> I was the mean girl I because know. I hated my cat. Uh. <laughs> oh my god but- And I couldn't believe that Robin didn't even own up to calling me the mean girl.
0: Oh she didn't?
1: <laughs> she knew you didn't in the podcast.
0: Yeah well yeah. sure, yeah of course. She wasn't
1: right. but I was like come on though. But then,
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> so wait, so then is this currently a point of contention between
1: the four of you? Only, only the, like, time of disclosure. Got it. And, like, point of contention is, like, they're going to, when they hear this, they're going to be like, I don't know, I thought we were just, like... Um oh, I'm not having a discussion. Like, you know, like, yeah. Like, you
0: know. <laughs> You're like, no, I journaled about it. I yeah. talked about it in therapy I, for three weeks. Many a, hours. A one-woman
2: play about it. You are all invited. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys saw the play. Yeah. I can't
1: believe.
0: It was beautiful, actually. I cried, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah.
1: So it's like, out of all of that, I was like, and then, of course, I, like, own it. I was like, I'm the mean girl. I had like, you know, uh, a label for all of that. Right. I know it's so good. And then my favorite part is that the Mary will always say, "I just think I was afraid someone would take you away from me," <laughs> 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 which is so good.
0: Uh, so, yeah. I mean yeah that's
2: great yeah
0: and do you think it it goes back to I guess like a small world sort of like bottom line situation I mean isn't it crazy that you guys would have this experience and be in this scenario right now in your life or like you're in each other's lives in this way and it's just like you never know
1: like yes except like we're also like 40 year old lesbians in New York City. So it's like, you know, like the, like the six degrees it's a of world Kevin Durant. Yeah. world, yeah. Yeah, it's like the two degrees of Ellen DeGeneres. Sure. You know, like it really is.
2: Like. Wait, you weren't the one, though, that she was like, that was like, watch the Ellen special and I'm the brunette and the fourth row. That wasn't you. No. Would. Oh, that would have been That so wasn't great.
1: me. That would be, yeah, I know. I was like, and then this would have made it that much funnier. No. <laughs> um, that girl is awesome. but oh. she, like, couldn't get together a picture of herself. <laughs> she could have a one-hour comedy <laughs> special. She's like, like I wish I was that woman at yeah. this minute, at nine minutes forty-eight like, seconds. Like, who just needs check it? it
2: out. I'm, I just shine so brightly in that audience.
1: <laughs> oh <I know. laughs> no. Well, and then I just—I wonder if she was like smiling, like they hand the camera to her, and she's like, wait. Right.
0: <laughs> like, oh my god, this is my moment. This is my moment. I'm going to use this as my profile picture. Toby, thank you, thank yeah. you for oh, just absolutely. just putting in your. Your sense and your voice, and like this is what no, we love on Ghost of Stories. We want more of this. Everybody's straight, listening, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. this is your chance. Exactly. <laughs> now we know your side. Also, I'm I'm so sorry that we caused a ruckus in the four of oh, relationship. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I I think it's one of those. You know, it's like. What doesn't kill you really makes your friendship stronger. Yeah, exactly. Now you guys,
0: you know, you guys have this like wacky story mm-hmm. that just brings you all closer together in the end.
1: It really does. Right. And our, you know, our daughters will talk about this.
0: Yeah, for years with, to come with their family. Her daughters will be on <laughs> on ghosted stories. in the next generation when we hand this podcast off erin to whoever to maybe those daughters yeah exactly maybe
1: those (laughs) (laughs) well thank (laughs) you guys so much for giving me the airtime. thank (laughs) you so much
0: you're the best it was so good to talk to you (laughs) you too have a good one all right good night bye good night